Have a cup of tea. 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 Hi. Hello. Hello. And welcome Hi. to Sugary Brew. Sugary Brew. A podcast listened mainly predominantly by, by women. Ladies. <laughs> You know who we are. You know who we are. So Danny and I, hello, hello, welcome to Sugary Sugary Brew. Brew. A podcast in which Which me, James, Brewery, Brewer, and you, Danny, Sugary Sugar, Sugar. get together every week and discuss a different variety of tea each week. We discuss a little bit about ourselves. We discuss film, television, books, records, music, anything that frankly tickles our fancy. And before um, recording this week, we had a little look at the breakdown of of our listenership, the location, the age, the gender, and hello, middle-aged ladies. (laughs) How are you? (laughs) So, how's your week been? My week's been bloody good, mate. It's been a fortnight because I, I, uh, apologies, listeners of both genders, (laughs) Or of all genders. All genders. Fuck. Um, I I had a mental health week last week. Um, Danny got busy for the recording night, and then I had a mental health day, so we didn't record last week. Um, but everything's right and rainy this week. Good. Right and rainy. Right as rain this week. Right. Um, I I scratched an itch that has been long causing me problem during the week. Right. So in a little village near where we live, without doxing ourselves to our mainly female listenership, um, is an, a, a bakery that advertises rather fiercely Cornish pasties. Right. So I've thought to myself, for the last however many years it's been, got to try one of them, and I did. That, my friend, is not a Cornish pasty. Right. Which is, is, the, is, is the case with every Cornish pasty I've had in New Zealand. Some have been not Cornish pasties, but have been... A very nice, savoury thing to eat. Pie. Which isn't a Cornish pasty. Right. Right? But this not only wasn't a Cornish pasty, it was it also... claimed to be. ...borderline inedible. Right. Really unpleasant. You've told me to go there before. I no, assumed you tried different, it. Different oh, cafe, it? I'm sure. Oh. Um, if I did, I'd take back that recommendation. Which has led me to thinking about my new future, should the rock game... Uh, cease to have the glowing future that it has. So what does... Um, I'm going to sell Cornish pasties. I'm going to make Cornish pasties and sell them at the market. What are Cornish pasties traditionally consisting of? It's an, a really nice pastry. Right. Specific. It's kind of quite a fatty pastry. Um, not flaky or phyllo, very importantly. Right. And it has um, meat, beef, um, onion, potato, swede, salt and pepper. Nothing else. Um, Can you make a vegan version? Well, I, I would or absolutely. Or a veggie version. At I least. would absolutely make uh, a vegan. What would you replace the? Well, I beef wouldn't. With? I wouldn't. It wouldn't be. I wouldn't claim that the vegan or the veg pasties are Cornish pasties. You could call them corn-ish pasties. Oh, fucking a! Do you want to do it together? And you could put corn instead of yes! beef. Brilliant. It's Q U. I'm your Ooh. marketing. 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 I'm, I'm your marketing. marketing. I'm a farmer, Mr. <laughs> Uh, so what else? And it's going to be called. You see, you've, you've, you've moved Sugary on. Sugary brew, 
Corn-ish pasties. Corn-ish, but it's very good. But then I had, I had, I was going to call it the proper job pasty shop. Why proper job? Hey, eh? proper job. Proper job. The proper job pasty shop. Righto. And it's, it's, it could really work, but I will say might not be bothered. Well, if it comes to it and you really need to start baking pasties, maybe we'll come up with a logo or something. Man, be good for it. Um, what else has been going on this week? Not much. We've been watching some telly, which we'll get to in a minute. We've had, uh, we don't have much in the tea department. So Anna has decided to pull some borage from our garden, <laughs> which I'm really not looking forward to. Borage for courage. Borage for courage, apparently. <laughs> You're um, borageable. So then. I'll look up what that's supposed to do apparently it's good for lactating <laughs> did you ever when you ran out of weed when you were a young man smoke weird shit no we used to smoke broom broom yeah you know the yellow shrub green shrub with no, yellow leaf, a bit like gorse oh one of us one of our friend group heard that smoke broom and you get a little bit a little bit of a high right so we yeah. Uh, there were well, some other things I, I heard, like people used to talk about smoking bananas. So that Although comes I from, don't know whether that... That comes from um, Donovan's 1968 hit, Mellow Yellow, a line of which is electrical banana. Got to be the very next thing, electrical banana, whatever. Um, which people thought was a reference to smoking bananas, specifically the kind of the inside of the skin of a banana. So how would that have got it to the the schoolyard? Because it, it snowballs, isn't it? That's how urban myths work. Right. Um, the line is actually about a vibrator. Oh. And bananas, which we also smoked, don't get you high. <laughs> no. No. They do make your teeth go... when you try and smoke them, though. <laughs> Um, what else has been going on this week? Tea Not bags? We, we got together... Oh, tea bags, what? Smoke tea bags? No. Yeah. I do know a, a trick, though, when you empty a tea bag and then you get it into a tube sort of form and then you put it down and then you light it and it shoots up into the sky like a rocket. Well, we are recording that for the socials. Yeah, we should. Um, you guys came over last weekend. We did. We set up a projector... It was delightful, by the ...and way. a large screen... Which gave me a, a slight taste of having a bigger telly. Yeah, <laughs> tantalising glimpse a tantalizing into a happier glimpse. future. Um, Did you see his happy really little well. face, Anna? It was beautiful, wasn't it? It worked really well. Um, it we, was stunning. Actually. We watched a bunch of kids' films, which we can briefly discuss in the. We can discuss them right the following now, next. Actually, couldn't we? We could freewheel, shall we? So we watched um, Superworm because my daughter is three years old. We, we, um, Which is a good excuse for us to watch, watch children's television. Children's TV. And Danny suggested a few films which I think were a little old for her. And um, she's, not, she's not watched anything feature length yet. Right, yeah. So she, she's up to the... She's good at episodic things and mm. she's good at the kind of 25-minute thing. Mm -hmm. um, so she's very fond of the Julia Donaldson and Axel Scheffler series who who did the Gruffalo's Gruffalo's Child, Snail and a Whale, 
of which we watched many of them, and but we hadn't watched the latest production, which was of Superworm. Superworm. Superworm is He's super strong. Super strong. And Superworm is super long. Um, which was terrific, absolutely terrific, yeah. bright, vibrant. Um, I, I think they render Axel Scheffler's 2D book illustrations into 3D superbly. Mm. I, 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 and it was nice to watch it on a huge screen, like the very oh. vibrant colours, you could see all the textures on all of the, it almost, they had like a slight clay kind of yes. texture to them, which was nice. Um, and then we also watched, after that, uh, Sean Tan's... Yes, uh, the, the missing, Lost Thing. The Lost Thing. Which I think I enjoyed more than you. I think, I think we all enjoyed it more than Zoe, who fell asleep. Yes. Um, oh, did you? That... It's kind of a melancholy... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So that was... Beautiful an... narration by Tim Minchin. Yeah, it was... That, again, it was quite a different style, obviously, if you are at all familiar with the illustration style <laughs> of Sean Tan. It's quite... Um, it's kind of melancholy, isn't it? It's a style. bit like a Terry Gilliam... Not telling him visually at all, but the kind of that that I don't the think, whole of bureaucracy. I don't think the that world was a kids around. story. Absolutely was. I, I, I think kids have got more of a um, capacity to, um, to 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 be entertained by or to be immersed in things that aren't just bright, flashy. Like we also watched. Um, We're going on a bear hunt, mm. which is a beautiful adaptation of the Michael Rosen book. Um, with again beautifully adapted illustrations from Helen Oxenbury's two D illustrations, rendered beautifully in, in in animation, and and that's a melancholy yeah film. The thing is, and though, and, and Zoe loves I've, that. I've so read gets... that book for Zoe before, so yeah. I, I'm familiar with it only through the that. They but just go swishy swashy. There's a bear. Yeah. Go home. Run away from the bear. Yeah. In 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 the film, it's it's the bears a bit lonely, sad. The dead granddad's it in it. It made me sad. And... But but young kids are able to process that. I'm um, not able to process no, but it. You're, you're emotionally stunted, aren't you? Why is it? Why do they have to... Why? This is back to the previous episode number seven of the ice cream dropping. Um, yeah, except about, the actual about... original book didn't have the ice cream dropping and then they made this animation where the ice cream dropped. It's a dead granddad and it's ridiculous. Um... Uh, where the wild things are is another example of something that's terrifically melancholy. Um, don't underestimate kids' burgeoning need to to be emotionally engaged in something. Some of the best episodes of Bluey are are dealing with emotion. Yeah, but do you right? think they actually? Do you think kids get the full picture? Yeah, totally. No, no, no. Do, do we get the full picture? I don't know. Um, there's a wonderful book called uh, Barbara Throws a Wobbler by Nadia Shireen, which is superb, all about feeling anger and, and you invent the lead character, the titular Barbara, invents this big wobbler monster, which is because she's having a bad day and is in a bad mood. And you know, it, it absolutely explores, and it absolutely is understood by by kids of that age. Um, Maybe not, not, um... <laughs> no, no, is it? Look, look, I'll, I'll prove it by doing this. Your stomach, That, that was your again. stomach. No, wasn't that wasn't my stomach, mate. This is nowhere near my stomach. Listeners, look, but, look, listeners, look. call in to tell us whose stomach, whose stomach ready, lives ready, ready. in a house like this. Hang on, hang on. 
That's what the noise was. My finger rubbing on the cable of my headphones. But anyway. Um, and we also, we also I, I chose, I think, three or four of what I think are the, the apotheosis of, of the current bluey staple mm. uh, 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 um, series. So we've never really, I mean, we've watched, we've caught bluey before, but I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and again, I think like all those, like we were saying the other day, all four of those animated things are very different styles. Mm. Like one is tr- like um, the bear hunt is hand-drawn pencil type animation, which is probably a lot like that's probably the, well, I, I would estimate that would be the mo- mo- most complex like, apart from like maybe the the worm one had a lot of stuff going on in it, I think Sean Tan's 3D seemed kind of lower budget as far it was kind of limited animation. Like it was all 3D, but it was kind of it suited mm. the style. Whereas Bluey is 2D rig animation, which is basically like they they must have characters that have bones in them, um, as they would in 3D, but even like more so you're talking you're talking a, a computer generated yeah yeah, yeah. So, so there is a a bluey oh absolutely there's computer. a bluey puppet where they can just rotate it or choose a different so angle as, right so go go back to like Ardman claymation stuff right mm. so whereas in Ardman they're taking a shot mm. and then moving Gromit's legs a little bit yeah taking another shot and then a little bit more which then produces movement. Yeah, which is they're com- doing the same thing in no. a computer. Uh, in so they, the, well, they've got in, a virtual in the, in the case of, puppet of Bluey that they're virtually moving Bluey's leg. Yeah, but, you, a shot, but the thing, virtually- no, 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 because with Bluey you don't need with Bluey you don't need to. You you probably key it's keyframe animation. It's not like so. Something like um, the bear. The bear hunt. Rolling Stones. Who? Keyframe Richards. <laughs> the bear hunt. Every drawing has to be drawn, and that means that because you can see in its style, each shot, every room is a different angle, kind of thing. Like so, that is perspective is different, and that is more like analogous a taking to a the photograph on yeah. a piece of paper that you rip off and do another one. Yeah, like like the. I Van mean, it's Gogh still computer film. It will be still computer based. What was it? The Van Gogh film. Uh, no, that's different because oh, okay. the the Van, it's fucking complicated, isn't it? The Van Gogh film was more. They would they they actually shot film. And then so they is, had people sorry, drawing over frames. This is a, a film that was released maybe five years ago. That that is a painted. It's like a like was it the story of the last couple of weeks. I don't of know. His life? I didn't actually get through it. it, it Did I, you not? No, nah, I found it. It's. I don't know. I find that those like draw over cell animation type stuff to be really kind of lifeless in a way. Like sort of. I don't know. Like. It's like uncan- uncanny valley almost because it, it like looks like film but it's painted so it's like so- somewhere in between and it's not either thing. It's like that right. Johnny Depp thing. Was it Johnny Depp? Johnny Even Mnemonic? More. What was that? Old film that they traced every. Anyway, I don't remember. What, what about that the was. Ethan Hawke through a glass darkly thing where they 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 drew over 
I think it was Richard Linklater. Scanner Darkly. Scanner Darkly Mute! Scanner Darkly Mute! I don't know. We've gone down a rabbit hole. We've gone down a very big rabbit hole. Anyway, the point is with... It's the only one I fit in. So the thing is with Bluey is that it's not... It's not intended as a one-off presentation. It's intended as an ongoing series of... You know, there's like... How many episodes do you reckon? Must be a hundred. Right. So... Basically, all the sets or any new sets, they will all follow the same perspective. Like, there's no like over the head shots and under the under the nose shots. Like, they're all like fixed Except- perspective, apart from special like yeah, 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 you know, yeah. scenes. But nine times out of ten, you're gonna find all the characters are in exactly the same perspective. Like, they'll turn and they'll do all the stuff, but. It's not as free as something like Superworm would be, right. where the camera's moving to like. Which is that? Is that not the difference? The same difference as, as between like a sitcom and a feature film. Yeah. Right. So a in sitcom, a way, you have guess, yeah. you have a set like Friends, whatever. You got the the three mm. rooms and mm. Central Perk, and you got uh, three cameras. Mm. So you're gonna get. Uh, continuity yeah in a film you're fucking going everywhere swooping and and, you know changes of of, of whatever yeah (laughs) changes of whatever changes of whatever fucking good isn't it oh that's two swears yeah because not a summer make Worth one in the hand. Are we actually what? going anywhere with this, or should we move on to the tea of the week? And I'm on, I would just like to say on on final note on Bluey yes. is that I was really because not only was it a big screen that we watched it on, it's a really nice sound system. Mm. And normally my Bluey watching experience is 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 kind of secondhand. I'm doing something, but this I was actually watching it. The volume was quite loud. And you could really, really get like in the 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 Androidy episode, mm. the the soundtrack was like uh, Vangelis or or, or or Hans Zimmer. It was so the Androidy brilliant. one or the 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 sleepy one, the dream. No, no, the, the Androidy one had that okay. very synthy. The dreamy one had the beautiful orchestral kind of sweep mm. thing going on. But the Android one had that those beds of synths, much like it was. It was straight out of Blade Runner, mm. um, hence Vangelis, and I think um, Hans Zimmer did the Blade Runner sequel. Um, but really, really well executed. I mean, it's 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 got incredible mm. production values. Do you want yeah, some tea? I enjoyed it. Um, you, the bleeping you can hear in the background is Anna sticking. Her, her borage. borage in my inner sanctum. <laughs> I don't know whether to... <laughs> said the actress to the bishop. <laughs> and um, we're going to take a quick break while the kettle boils and we have a borage flower and leaf tea. Borage for courage. <laughs> That's your new saying, isn't That's it? That's her new saying. Anna's going to get a t-shirt borage with for borage courage. for courage written on it. Um, it. We'll be back after, after this. this. Welcome back. Welcome back Johnny to the Sugary Brew Part Two. So this, this is a pet hate of my dad's, right? Ow! It's not. How's he? Was that your iPad? Not, yeah, it was. Fucking hey, man! I banged it on the table. It's like child three though. swears. Oh, bollocks! Um, Four swears. Bollocks isn't a swear, is it not? Listeners, write in to tell us whether bollocks is a swear. Um, my dad used to hate it when people said. Welcome back to part two of 
Because they never left part two of. It's welcome to part two. Yeah, but it's welcome back to Sugary Brew, not welcome back to part yeah, two. Yeah, welcome back to Sugary Brew is totally valid. But welcome back to part two with it's, a comma is fine. No, it's not. It's completely wrong. Welcome back to part welcome two. Back. Welcome back is fine. Welcome back in part two. We no, will that's discuss... Not, that's not how people speak. It is now. Welcome back. In part two, we're going to discuss... Right. Inane So waffle. we've got five minutes... Two of which we've just wasted talking about whether Welcome Back was worth... Why have you just attacked your plum? No, I'm making another one. Are you? She's multiplying them. She's multiplying! <laughs> so, Anna decided to... We've got a lot... lot. Anna, what, what particular virtue do you think Borage is best for? <laughs> That's very good, that, isn't it? A barrage for courage. Borage for courage. It works uh, in Brum. Borage for courage. Borage for courage, boys. Yeah, it does a bit. Um, Apologies to our one lady listener in Birmingham. She may not be in Birmingham. We just know that. Uh, we know there's one listener in the UK. We've. I wouldn't like to assume anything about our if one are, listener in the UK. If you are a Cornish listener in the UK. It's not necessarily one listener in the but UK, actually. Me. It's a percent... Anyway. Send us your pasty recipe. thoughts and pasty recipes thoughts. and, 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 and ideas. Anchor, thoughts. Anchor.fm slash sugary brew. Or find us on Facebook, sugarybrew.facebook. Because <laughs> that's how Facebook works. So and send us a message. Anywho. Anyway. Borage. borage was used to promote bravery on the jousting field and continues to be used to bestow courage. Borage has a relaxing effect generally and... what? Well, no. I'll start that again. I'm good at this. Borage has a relaxing effect generally and is said to dispel grief and sadness. In brackets, 75, comma, McIntyre. What does that mean? Is that, does that mean it's a quote from something? I don't know. Yes, it does. Anna's just copy and pasted something into my phone thing, so I'm just reading it now. The herbalist Gerard. <laughs> Gerard, writing in 1597 when they only had one name, said, said that a syrup of borage flowers comforteth the heart. Purgeth. Do you know what else they thought medically in the late 16th century? All sorts of things. Yeah. Trepanning, and you're going to trepan me Depends next. Can I finish this quote? Hang on, Anna's going to get political. <laughs> Conformeth, conf what do we want? More borage. When do we want it? Now. Tear down the walls, motherfuckers. This ah bollocks. This, this new style, no interruption, sugary brew has been the most full of interruption. Hey, um, do you reckon the listeners have noticed that this is? Sugary Brew version 2.0. It really isn't. Yeah, I think it is. I'm really trying not to swear and stuff. And I haven't talked about mum once. I put in maple syrup. Anna's put in maple syrup and a bit of lemon. Oh, I like it. I wouldn't actually mind maple syrup and lemon on my porridge. I wouldn't mind lemon and maple syrup in hot water that doesn't have plants in it. <laughs> anyway. What do you think tea is? Can I finish... Gerard, herbalist Gerard, Stephen writing Gerard. in 1597, 1597. I love you so much, Dan. 
I try to keep this on the rails like, as hard as I can. In all the production meetings we've ever had, what you say is, I don't want it on the rails. And what you say is, <laughs> I, I want, want it more on the rails. <laughs> and then what, what do we do? What do we do? What, what happens when we actually try and record? You just go off the rails and I try and keep us on the rails. Life, eh, listeners? Comforteth the heart, purgeth melancholy, and quieteth the frantic and lunatic person. Is that why you've dug it out for me, you yeah. subtle bastards? But, I mean, yeah. where, where was the other... Thanks, guys. Anna, where was the rest of the... Um, the article. The stuff about lactating and All stuff? Our 67% female listenership might be interesting. <laughs> Not all, not all females lactate. Here we go. Borage tea is believed to have some calming effects useful for a treatment of nervous conditions. That's for you, James. Yeah. And the leaves are said to stimulate lactation in nursing mothers. That's for me. <laughs> it is thought good for reducing fever and restoring vitality during recovery from illness. You read that like an android. It is thought good It is for. thought good for... It's written like an android. In fact, uh, because it enhances perspiration, it is also I'm thought to be a use the in cleansing time. diets and detox programs. Are you ready for borage? Right. I, I, I think it's coming. Hell yes, I'm ready for borage. What a beautiful little cup. Yeah. This is good. Oh, man. All right, smell. What does that smell of to you? Borage. I'll tell you what it smells of to me. Pencil sharpenings. <laughs> pencil sharpenings. Does it not smell like pencil sharpenings to you? It smells like vaguely muddy tea. Pencil sharpenings, no? I can't smell any... It's really hot. Don't touch it. It's really hot. <laughs> Don't touch it. Don't touch it with your face. Anna, you should come sit down and talk that about... mainly what your... my parenting oh, is shit, at the I moment. Just, <laughs> I just hit it and it's poured borage tea on everyone. This is good! Version 2.0 Sugar Brew is action-packed, isn't it? <laughs> Man... You might want more. What? You might want more. No. You reckon? Don't think so. I haven't even tasted it and I reckon I probably don't. Danny's definitely not prejudged this. It smells like pencil sharpenings. Really hot. It smells very, very like hot water. It's not very strong. So you should have kept the inner sanctum no, you, you submerged for longer. It tastes like it tastes like lemon and maple syrup, yeah. <laughs> which is actually quite nice. Yeah. <laughs> you see. So if you ignore the smell of pencil with a little bit of, it's not even. It's it's like you know, not a compost bin that's. But like a fresh compost bin that's got kind of grass clippings and a bit of your fruit veggie chopping. Well, so our borage is next to the compost and it's dark it's out not. there. Yeah, it is. It's from the compost. Away. No, it's not. It's next to the, no, no, the no, pile no, of compost. Yeah, I've got a new borage, fresh one. That's not borage, mate. It's right there near the <laughs> Daphne. Yeah. What's Daphne doing out there? I hope Daphne's not poisonous yeah. because it's dark out there. Could be really Daphne, nice. borage, or compost. Look, just enjoy it. It's really nice. It's really nice. It doesn't taste of anything except hot water, 
hot water, water lemon and maple syrup, syrup, syrup. I reckon with a kind of but, uh, with an earthy undertone. I think overtone. we've discovered a great new brew: hot water, lemon, and maple syrup. Yeah, with anything on it. Literally nothing would be good. I think there is borage there. The, the borage is there in the, the scent more than the. Should I make another cup with just lemon? And I think you should make a stronger borage. I think Have you already thrown it away? Could you no. gently ease Danny's inner sanctum back into that Hang warm, warm water? See? Yeah, it's not a lot of colour. It's very there. slightly yellow. Like an anemic pea. If I showed that to my doctor, he'd probably say I was quite healthy. Yeah, because it's not supposed to be like you've just so had some Barocca, is it? If I leave it here? Yeah. Okay. Our kettle is going to taste of borage for the next week. We've just established that borage doesn't taste of anything, yeah, except <laughs> pencil sharpening to be left in a compost bin. Right, so... You see, it's giving you the courage I'm, to... I'm getting a little bit oh, of... I fucking want to joust. <laughs> Let's Bring joust. Bring him on! Let's joust. Um, yeah. Am I imagining it, or is it to do with the fact that I burnt my tongue earlier? I'm feeling a bit of spiciness on the tongue, like a nettle-y kind of thing. Is that just imagination, or...? It's just my imagination. Mm, I really like it. I mean... There's no spice there at all. I think we probably could have tried it without all the extras, just to know what the... You, you insist on that every week. You, you want us to have... You're very ascetic, aren't Throw you? Throw this away. No, I like it. And I'll give you a I, I I like this, and I'm worried that if I have it without the lemon and the okay. maple syrup, which is really what I'm tasting, then I'm not going to like it as much. This is fucking gold. I swore again. Don't worry about it. I this think we've lost count already. I don't think yeah. it's ready yet. Look, it's, it hasn't got any That's darker. The thing about the perfect cup set five yeah, that thing is lying. It also said I'm going to start lactating and sweating <laughs> at the same he's, time. He's, oh, I'm going to say something now that's just a bit wrong, probably. Is milk... Welcome back. Is milk not just sweat? <laughs> I pre-welcome back. Is milk not just... No, because it's food like... sweat. <laughs> Fucking hell, you really enjoyed that. No, but I... What I'm enjoying is that I'm being serious. And isn't it kind of, it's no. like internal fatty boob sweat. Jesus fucking Christ. And you don't swear. Oh, you well, swore. now I do. This is the death of sugary brew, the death knell. I told you we need to be more commercial. Do taste of anything? I'm going to try it. I've only got three fingers. You're all steamy, Dan. <laughs> it's actually quite sweet. I want to stop sniffing it because it smells a bit of like grass. You have that beans. option. Yeah, nice. Try it. I'm, I'm, I don't know. Somehow that tastes almost as sweet as this, just not with lemon. Did you put anything in it? Nothing. It was just borage. Mm -hmm. That's fucking magic, isn't it? Are you converted now? I'm not sure yet. I'm a borage fan. I really like it. I think it's going to be one of my borage for courage. Are you hallucinating? That literally tastes like hot water. Maybe it's the taste that I've still got on my tongue from the other cup. Probably. 
That is just hot water. Really? I don't know if I've ever drunk just hot water. You're about to. It's, I mean, I can, I can detect something on the nose. We've got all the lingo for doing this for 45 episodes. It tastes pretty much like hot water. <laughs> now I think about it. I mean, it's, it's almost hot water coloured, really. We Do you reckon take... if we got a shaving brush? Oh, maybe. I don't think it would even froth. I don't think you can just froth straight water, can you? <laughs> I do like the lemon and the, and the maple syrup, though. With, with a little bit of that. Yeah. I think more borage. I think you can maybe be more courageous with the borage. <laughs> okay, next time. You can't get courage from the borage unless you're more courageous with the borage in the first place. Yes. Okay. More courageous with, like with the borageous. All right, well, look, we'll revisit it in a future episode where we actually... Put an entire bush in there. Because it's not... I mean, it's sitting in the sanctum in the water and it's not it's getting really any darker. Ill. I think you need to dry it as well. Dry it and... and, and, and I'll take, yeah, let's do that. We've got it. a greenhouse. We'll put the borage in the greenhouse. We'll dry it. And then we'll... And if it works... Welcome back. Welcome back. It's been about a month since we uh, yes. took the borage and put it in the... No, I'm still here. And it's still the same night. Pardon? Do you want more? Nah. If we want more hot water, it's achievable. There's plenty of hot water where that came from. Anyway, right, should we call it a day on this borage tea? Yes, let's. We're I give already borage a, tea... Uh, uh, I give this hot water with lemon and maple syrup... Two thumbs up. Yeah, me too. Eight out of six to nine. Join us after the break. We'll be back after this. Welcome back. Hi. To part three. <laughs> Welcome to part three. Welcome <laughs> back to part three. Where so, we talk about movies for a few minutes. And then I go home because it's late. Yeah. Um, you watched Edgar Wright's Last Night in Soho, which I'm very keen to watch at some point. Oh, you haven't seen it? No. Oh, well, let's not talk about it then. No, just tell me that where is I'm... your stomach. Yeah, I might mine. be hungry. It's not mine. Don't blame me. <laughs> well, uh, I smelt it, dealt it. I taught Zoe, pick it, lick it, roll it, flick it. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. She walks right good. Pick it, lick it, roll it, flick it. Nah. And also the peeing upside down. Yeah. What, the bats from Bluey. Did you know fruit bats? Fruit bats sleep upside down, so when they pee, it goes all the way over them. Yeah, she does that quite a lot, it's which is cute. Absolutely superb. Um, so, Tell me about last night in Soho. Uh, well, so, now I, c- I can't spoil it because you haven't seen no, it. Do spoil it. I'm, I'm, There's I'm, not really much to spoil. I thought it was okay. It was it was entertaining. Was I love right. your in depth. It reviews. wasn't. I mean. My in-depth review is... Sorry. It's kind of like an extended episode of Twilight Zone. Okay. Uh, it kind of... It was all right. It was entertaining. Like, we, we enjoyed it. But at the same time, like, it was kind of... Um, can I spoil it? Yeah, do. So basically, like, you know, one of the supposed big reveals is that these ghosts that are haunting her are just wanting her help to escape, which is so, like... Right. It's you know, a bit nerd, isn't it? It's, it's kind of, um, you know, predictable. Are they and, actual ghosts? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you don't seem that impressed. Uh, so, I mean, the big mystery is that she has visions. Like, so basically, One Night in Soho, 
Um, there's a girl from the West Country that moves to London to be a fashion designer. Now, is this this is um, her off Queen's Gambit? So, as this isn't her off Queen's Gambit, uh, when she gets to London, she quickly becomes feels very alienated in the halls of residence with the other students and doesn't fit in and decides right. to take a bedsit in Anya Taylor Joy. Gesundheit. And um, so she takes a room in a an old lady's house, um, and then starts to have weird takes dreams. Takes a room is a very Victorian phrase. What is? Takes a room. Is it? Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm famously like Jen always like I use archaic English it's, language it's all the time. One like. Uh, 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 Dr. Watson took a room at 221B Baker Street. So, basically, she starts to have nightmares, which start... And she's she kind of struggles with, like, the potential that she might be sort of gifted in some way to see, you know... Have, 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 have like, em- clairvoyant powers. So, she starts to have visions in her sleep, which kind of, like... Um, blur into her everyday life more and more into a point where she like and and she has visions of being her off queen's gambit <laughs> in the 60s whereas right, this is okay. set yeah. in more modern times so the two periods blur into each other yeah and it becomes more and more intense until finally the mystery is revealed and like the story concludes. It's it's kind of like a, a very, quite form, it's, it's formulated ride. Yeah, it was all right. It was all right. I mean, he's, he's famously very stylish, isn't he, Edgar? His his direction is very pacey, and you know, lots of um, visual visual um, flair. But I mean, his his movies are all like the Simon Pegg ones, right? Yeah, and I like them. I thought because of Simon Pegg and. Right. The other guy. Interestingly, it sounds a little bit similar in theme to Shining Girls, which I've been watching on Apple TV, starring um, Handmaid's Tale actor, um, but also starring Billy Elliot and um, also Pablo Escobar, which is very odd. It's got, it's got. Um, We're doing really well. We are, <laughs> but it's, 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 I, I find, I, I find both Billy Elliot and Pablo Escobar almost impossible to divorce the actors from the characters that made mm. their name. Mm. Um, which isn't to say that they're not very good in this and in other things that they've done. Um, Jamie Bell specifically um, made a film called Film Stars Don't Die in Liverpool, which I think was one of the most moving and affecting films I've seen in the last decade. I think it was absolutely beautiful. But Shining Girls is is a kind of a, a murder procedural thriller mm. um, which you know we we have had a lot of and mm. if you're averse to women being murdered which yeah, hopefully you are um, but I, I think it's worth watching it's really really good it's beautifully played mm. and it's it's beginning to to really do some weird timey-wimey alternate realities stuff um, so I'm, I'm really interested to see where it's going but I'm also very interested in or excited by sort of this month's coming attractions. Um, we've got... Ew. <laughs> said the actress to the bishop. So, said the actress to the bondage. Um The origins of Obi-Wan, the Obi-Wan Kenobi prequel, whatever. Right. 
I'm very excited about. Right. Um, it, which, in a way that I haven't been about any of the other Star Wars TVs. Okay. Um, coming soon is The Essex Serpent, which is an adaptation of Sarah Perry's novel, um, a novel which I loved. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with that, and that starts, I think, next week. What's that about? Essex Serpent was a novel, is a novel about faith, about science, about um, grief, about... Um, so uh, set in, I think, like uh, late 1900s, um, exploring a fable of... Um, it's late 1900s, 1998. <laughs> That's a good point. I meant eighteen hundreds. Right. Okay. <laughs> Late nineteenth century. Right. Um, thank you. Okay. Um, Just making it was sure. very old. Um, people took rooms with people. Um, a widow, uh, a recently widowed Cora, she's called. I don't know, um, woman moves to Essex, and and this village has reported sightings of a of a mythical serpent in in the, the sounds like water. folk horror it does sound there there are elements of folk horror there were more elements of kind of folk horror in in Sarah Perry's sequel which is Melmoth which is a uh, really I, I loved story of a a, a character in Jewish a, a horror in Jewish folk folk stories um the Melmoth the bringer of death and brilliant very dark much darker than Essex Serpent, which is more more sort of thoughtful and meditative. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how that translates from page to screen. Um, also coming is um, a television adaptation of Audrey Niffenegger's Time Traveller's Wife, which I loved. Loved the book. Um, the film was rubbish. It needed to be longer. I thought it was all right, wasn't it? I don't remember. I was, it was three out of five, right? It was... It wasn't special. I don't special. remember it that well. Who was in it? Rachel McAdams. So very much looking forward to those. Um, they will be occupying my televisual brain. Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and last night I watched all three episodes of The Invisible Pilot, the HBO documentary um, about a pilot who... Was invisible. Ostens ostensibly takes his own life in the first episode. Um and uh, the story opens out and out and out and out to be ending in in global politics. Actually, genuinely interesting. It nearly lost me um, at first because it just wasn't particularly engaging and it wasn't people that I wanted to spend time with. But it caught me in time and, and it's, it's really interesting and worth a watch. Okay. That's me and Telly. Cool. So we've start, We've carried on what the um, flight attendant is back, yes. season two. Did you ever, because you mentioned we you started watching it. watched the first episode. And it didn't, yeah. It's not really, it's kind of like Scooby-Doo. Yes. Is what I, like, I've come to the conclusion, realisation is just basically Scooby-Doo. Um, not highly recommended. It's fluff, but, you know. If it's watchable, though, hey? It's, yeah, it's, it's not. I mean, you know, some people might like it. It's, it's just frantic and hectic, and every episode is just, like, frantic and hectic, and there's just constant franticness and hecticness. If, if, it, if it maintains the franticness and hecticness of that first episode, I'm not going in for no. more because... I think we're just, like, at a point where we're sort of between movies. Put like, sure. you know. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So we watched... A fallow period. Oh, so when we... 
um, had the screen up after you'd left the other night. We rewatched Rogue One, which we hadn't seen in a really long time. You were like, yeah. oh, big screen, you should watch Rogue One. So No, that's not quite how it came out. You said Star Wars would be really good. A Star Wars, this would be really good for no, a Star actually, Wars film. actually, Anna said Star Wars. And I said, if you're going to watch a Star Wars film, watch Rogue One. Rogue One is, is the best right. Star Wars Right, and film. especially since we don't know, I mean, we're not that fussed to remember like the law everything else like so what did you think and, it, and i liked i i liked the story i thought all the characters had a reason for existing i yep. thought they were like well written and and entertaining yep i think that once it reached the point where it's just pew 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 so pew, the, pew, the pew, pew, pew 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 bashing, crashing, action yeah. stuff. That's the stuff we're not that fussed no, about. but that, that, that's, you know. And you it gave Anna a bit of a headache. And at that point, I was enjoying it purely because I was watching a, a big cinema screen in my own home. With good sound. With, yeah. good, with surround sound and like, it was fine. But then at the same time, I, I had this like horrible, fi- once Anna was like, this is as give me a headache but I'm happy to continue it's like <laughs> I was just come on you know wishing it to be over just so that, Get to that she can stop suffering <laughs> and there isn't one after that it's just like pew 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 for you know like there's a, there's a 30 minutes yeah a battle going on here an individual fight going on explosions there, and, and fight spacey yeah, fight yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know um but yeah, all, overall, entertaining. It was good fun. Like, you know, and it, you know, we've got our fingers on the pulse of like the latest movies here with like, when was it? 2019? Uh, Earlier, 2016. Uh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, if you haven't seen that already, spoilers, it's got a big pew, 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 pew scene. And quite a bleak ending. Yeah, which I enjoyed. Absolutely. Like, in a way, and, and the fact that it wasn't just like, some saccharine like romance yeah, ending. Yeah, yeah. It was just, you know, like I say, everyone was just there for a reason and the, and it played out like it should have, yeah. you know. So yeah, overall it was it was enjoyable. Anything else we've been watching? What did we Oh yeah. Do you wanna talk about that? <laughs> we watched a documentary about uh, ex-president of Uruguay, Pepe, what's his name? Mujica. What was his first name? Pepe. No, Pepe was his nickname. But anyway. Okay. Anyway. He's, um, that, was, that was fun. That was on Netflix. Not f- I mean, it was kind of fun. What's, 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 what's the, the hook for... I, I know nothing about Uruguayan history. Why, so why is he, there a- so he was a socialist. Um, are we talking now? Are we talking? He he just so he spent. Uh, I think he he his presidency ended in like twenty seventeen, so quite right. recent. But he spent twenty years in prison, right? Uh, for being like a socialist, like yeah, agitator. They were taking money from the rich, stealing money from the rich and giving it to the poor. Nice. Yeah. They, uh, they tried to rob a bank, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he was arrested. He had some really interesting... His political views and his view on nature and, and life. And I think he was 
he's like he doesn't I, I'm not really in a position to <laughs> talk not. about this When he was president, yeah, yeah. Yes. brilliant. He lives in a really like. He lives on a farm basically and drives a. So perfectly comfortable, but not plush. Not at all, yeah. and not even. I mean, barely com- like just a normal guy. Yeah. But then you watch him walk, walk around Uruguay, and he's like the, the most beloved character. Like everyone wants pictures with him. And and, and was was he was was his reign a success? Yeah. Has have have the yeah. There's photos of him talking to Obama and the Pope and like and but he's just a normal guy who speaks and, and, his mind you know have, have I think make he a probably enjoy, to... being a documentary guy like a documentary, documentary liker, guy like a guy like a um, I think I think you'd be interested in yeah it. definitely what, what's um, it called it's called Pepe no, okay no, and it's on Netflix it's on Netflix cool man I will definitely watch it yeah, it sounds like a good thing for Marty. And uh, he 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 lost power. Did he? No, was, I think he just finished his. He finished his there was tenure. Right. How many years he could stay? Yeah, yeah. He stayed in power as long as he was allowed to. So his party is still in power. Uh, is his party still in power? Not sure. Anyway, it's sort of. It's called a supreme life. A supreme life. Okay, I will definitely watch that. Yeah. Um, and he's a, he's a you know he's just like a he's like a funny grandpa looking kind of mm. really down to earth kind of character um with quite um deep respectable philosophies about life and stuff and and the whole his whole thing is about he appreciates the time he was imprisoned sure because it it gave him the time to really think about Sure. So he was uh, the president from 2010 to 2015. 2010 to 2015. And he was tortured and imprisoned for 14 years during during the dictatorship in the 70s and 80s. Wow. And at that point, there was no like he he was just a like Mandela. He was he was gone. But he, he wasn't even in in politics at that point. He was just like a dissonant. Right, 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 right. And dissident. He was just a dissident. Dissident. But they would never... And then he, he, he had a childhood sweetheart and they continued to... They're still together now. No. But they were both in, in, the, in the cause and both... They were, were both in the cause? Both in the cause. <laughs> we like to the... let it linger. <laughs> that, anyway. Uh, so that's... All the lovely chorus. What is it? Wonderful Life? Super... The Supreme oh, Life, Pepe, whatever, check it out. Thank you for that. Uh, so, uh, what else? I think. Oh, yeah, that's about it. That's about it. Let's um, call it a night. A night. We'll be back next week. Uh, okay, okay, bye. Have a cup of tea.